Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November 21st in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth church of jesus christ of latter-day saints president russell m nelson spoke out quite boldly quite nobly on the healing power of gratitude and asked us to do two things he's speaking to the whole world and he prays for the people of the world as well let's listen to it and then we'll discuss it Pretty As a interesting. doctor, I know the value of good therapy. So, dear friends, may I prescribe two activities to help us experience the healing power of gratitude. During my 96 years of life, I've seen a great depression, a world war, the rise of terrorism, hunger, and poverty throughout the world. I have also witnessed the advent of space travel, the internet, medical advancements galore, and countless other discoveries that delight me. Prior to my ministry, I was a cardiovascular and thoracic surgeon and spent many hours in operating rooms. As a surgical resident, I was one of the research team that developed the first heart-lung machine to be used in a human open-heart operation. Subsequently, I had the privilege of helping to save lives of hundreds of patients. And sadly, I watched other patients die despite my best efforts. As a man of science and as a man of faith, the current worldwide pandemic has been of great concern to me. As a man of science, I appreciate the critical need to prevent the spread of infection. I also honor the devoted service of healthcare professionals and grieve for the many whose lives have been upended by COVID-19. As a man of faith, however, I view the current pandemic as only one of many ills that plague our world, including hate, civil unrest, racism, violence, dishonesty, and lack of civility. Skilled scientists and researchers are laboring diligently to develop and distribute a vaccine against the coronavirus. But there is no medication or operation that can fix the many spiritual woes and maladies that we face. There is, however, a remedy one that may seem surprising because it flies in the face of our natural intuitions. Nevertheless, its effects have been validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith. I'm referring to the healing power of gratitude. 
The book of Psalms is filled with admonitions to express gratitude. Here are just three of them. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. Jesus Christ frequently expressed gratitude. Before raising Lazarus from the dead, before miraculously multiplying loaves and fishes, and before passing the cup to his disciples at the Last Supper, the Savior prayed and gave thanks to God. No wonder the Apostle Paul later declared, in everything, give thanks. Over my nine and a half decades of life, I have concluded that counting our blessings is far better than recounting our problems. No matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a fast-acting and long-lasting spiritual prescription. Does gratitude spare us from sorrow, sadness, grief, and pain? No, but it does soothe our feelings. It provides us with a greater perspective on the very purpose and joy of life. Nearly 16 years ago, my wife Dansel and I were sitting on the sofa holding hands while we watched television. Suddenly, she collapsed. Despite being well-trained to treat the very thing that ended her life, I could not save my own life. Dansel and I were blessed with nine daughters and one son. Tragically, I have lost two of those daughters to cancer. No parent is prepared to lose a child. And yet, despite these and other difficult experiences, I am incredibly grateful, eternally, for so very many things. I'm grateful to God for the nearly 60 years Dancel and I shared together, for a lifetime of love and joy and cherished memories. And I thank him for my wife, Wendy, whom I met after Dancel's passing. Wendy now fills my life with joy. I am grateful to God for the years I had with my two departed daughters. This father's heart melts when I see attributes of those girls in the precious faces of their children and grandchildren. We can all give thanks for the beauties of the earth and the majesty of the heavens that give us an inkling of the vastness of eternity. We can give thanks for the gift of life, for our amazing bodies and minds that allow us to grow and learn. We can give thanks for art, literature, and music that nurture our souls. We can give thanks for the opportunity to repent, start over, make amends, and build character. 
we can give thanks for our families, friends, and loved ones. We can give thanks for the opportunity to help, cherish, and serve one another, which makes life so much more meaningful. We can even give thanks for our trials, from which we learn the things we would not know otherwise. Most of all, we can give thanks unto God, the Father of our spirits, which makes us all brothers and sisters, one great global family. As a doctor, I know the value of good therapy. So, dear friends, may I prescribe two activities to help us experience the healing power of gratitude. First, I invite you, just for the next seven days, to turn social media into your own personal gratitude journal. Post every day about what you are grateful for, who you are grateful for, and why you are grateful. At the end of seven days, see if you feel happier and more at peace. Use the hashtag give thanks. Working together, we can flood social media with a wave of gratitude that reaches the four corners of the earth. Perhaps this will fulfill, in part, the promise God gave to Father Abraham that through his descendants, all families of the earth shall be blessed. Second, let us unite in thanking God through daily prayer. Jesus Christ taught his disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to God and then petitioning him for the things we need. Prayer brings forth miracles. In that spirit, I would now like to offer a prayer for the world and everyone in it. As All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick pause because the break's coming up, and I don't want to interrupt the prayer. I want to play it in its entirety. But the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints president, his name is Russell M. Nelson, uh, gave this uh, presentation yesterday uh, on November 20th at 11 a.m. It was an 11-minute presentation. And it's, in my humble opinion, one of the great solutions we have. President Russell M. Nelson on the healing power of gratitude. And he's basically expressing gratitude in his own life, teaching us uh, scripturally, if you will, uh, the importance of gratitude, the uh, admonition from our Father in Heaven to be grateful, uh, to be of good cheer, to understand who we are and where we came from, we're children of God, to focus on all the you know difficulties and controversial hard situations that he's been in in his own life, saying, hey, life is hard, no doubt. Gratitude doesn't take away all those troubles, but it does help our feelings. It does help our lens of how we look at things and view things. When we come back, we'll hear his prayer, and then I'll break it down, the good sheriff Richard Max with me. So we'll talk about it all in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live radio talk show. Mom, you don't know anything about me anymore. 
funny. I know you're good at math. You don't like English. I know Ryan smiled at you yesterday at school. I know your favorite color is purple. And I know you don't like mushrooms. And who can blame you? I mean, mushrooms are a fungus, and people generally try to avoid funguses. Or is it fungi? I'm never quite sure. But, you know, either way, I mean, penicillin is good. Penicillin is a mold. Huh. Well, I guess you're right. So you like penicillin, but not mushrooms. <laughs> no matter what you talk about, love is what they'll hear. Mom, mm. if we talk, will you be quiet? Love to. A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. All right, back with you live. We're listening to a speech given, a worldwide presentation given by Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints prophet and president, Russell M. Nelson. Now, I know some of you might not believe he's a prophet. That's up to you. But listen to his message and see if it doesn't bring you some cheer, bring you some hope, give you some courage. He first says we need to flood the earth with messages of gratitude using social media. Uh, and he says, please use the hashtag give thanks. Give thanks for what you're thankful for, why you're thankful, uh, who you're thankful for, etc., etc. That's number one task. This is the prescription that he, the good doctor, is providing, saying, hey, this will make a difference in your life as we deal with all the troubles we face, from loss of loved ones to COVID, to whatever you may face. Uh, these are ways that don't, don't solve all the problems, but it really changes your perspective and helps with your feelings. So first, flood the earth with gratitude. Use the next seven days to create a gratitude journal on social media and use give thanks as your hashtag. Then he says, second, here's what he wants. Ready? Second, let us unite in thanking God through daily prayer. Jesus Christ taught his disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to God and then petitioning him for the things we need. Prayer brings forth miracles. In that spirit, I would now like to offer a prayer for the world and everyone in it. As I pray, I hope you will feel inspired to do the same, pouring out your heart in gratitude for the countless blessings God has given you and petitioning him to heal our hearts, our families, 
our societies and the world at large. Our Father in heaven, as fellow passengers on thy planet Earth, we humbly pray unto thee. We thank thee for life and all that sustains life. We thank thee for the beauties of the earth, for order in the universe, the planets, stars, and all things of eternal significance. We thank thee for thy laws that protect and guide us. We thank thee for thy mercy and loving watch care. We thank thee for our families and loved ones who fill our lives with joy. We are grateful for all who are striving to combat the COVID pandemic. Please bless them with protection and inspiration. Will thou help us end this virus that has plagued so many of thy children? We thank thee for the leaders of nations and others who strive to lift us. We pray for relief from political strife. Wilt thou bless us with a healing spirit that unites us despite our differences? Wilt thou also help us repent from selfishness, unkindness, pride and prejudice of any kind so that we can better serve and love one another as brothers and sisters and as thy grateful children? We love thee, our dear Father, and pray for thy blessings upon us. In the name of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for listening. May God bless you, one and all. All right, there you have it. <clears throat> Very interesting message. Uh, and we don't just play messages from the leaders uh, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, ladies and gentlemen. Because I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm probably most familiar with uh, when um, our leaders speak. But uh, we do play religious messages from all leaders. Um, we focused quite a bit on the Christian messages uh, from the, what is it, 11-11. So it's 11-11jesus.com uh, uh, efforts as well. And we talked quite a bit about that, quite a bit about that, and those are evangelical um, leaders and such like that. But I have been making this point on the radio for quite some time, and the good sheriff has made it many times as well. Look, we're not going to save America in Washington, folks. If you believe electing President Trump is going to save us, you're sadly mistaken. Now, I pray that President Trump is successful in rooting out fraud. And I pray that honesty becomes the issue. And I pray that we repent and become a moral people. But we're not going to save America in Washington, and we're not going to save America with the election or non-election, whatever you want to call it, of one man or another. Okay, it's really the reality and the safety uh, for America is within her people, meaning all of us in society. And if we don't defend religious freedom, we're in serious trouble. And so what's interesting is that a leader of a 16 plus million member church worldwide, when he speaks for 11 minutes to the whole nation, he doesn't talk about politics at all. He merely says we're facing a lot of troubles. No doubt about it. We're all God's children. Let's behave like that to one another and treat each other like that. And then let's focus on our gratitude, uh, not only uh, to each other, for each other, for our lives, for all that we've been blessed with. And then let's turn to God Almighty in prayer and ask for his blessings and let him know that we are grateful. 
grateful for God, grateful for loved ones, grateful for our neighbor. And in that spirit of gratitude, let's change our perspective and do our very best to encourage the perspective change, a new lens for the world. Hashtag give thanks is the idea. Sheriff, welcome, sir. <laughs> Sam, wow, what a what a beginning to uh, a great show. Uh, that's that was really touching. It's uh, I'm thankful to be with you. Amen to that, sir. The feeling is mutual. It's a beautiful day outside. It's a winter day, but it's a beautiful day. It's a day to be grateful to be alive. It's a day to focus on, in my opinion, bigger and better things than just politics. Look, if we keep drilling down on this politics, everyone will be divided, Sheriff. Even the people who agree on almost everything will find something. Satan will drive a wedge in everything we do, sir. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, even you and I don't agree on everything, uh, yet we're still committed to the holy cause of liberty and, and to the uh, master of the universe. And uh, I, I, I really uh, must say that the uh, spirit of uh, what's the la- what's the opposite of congeniality, <laughs> the spirit of not getting along, uh, is uh, really strong at our school, uh, and it's one of the one of the reasons uh, why I'm leaving, uh, and all of that is based on the disagreement and disdain that people have for anyone that talks about the coronavirus uh, and and that you would not believe the mainstream narrative that uh, it's it's for your good it's for your own good and you need to quit being selfish uh, and wear a mask and you you know you can't talk to the kids about not wearing a mask and and telling the kids the truth about the uh, dangers on both sides of the issue, um, and and so yeah, it, uh, it it is shocking, and I was really grateful to hear uh, President Nelson uh, talk about that. That he's really concerned about the pandemic of hate and the violence and the uh, political upheaval that's going on in our country, um, and. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought it was really touching uh, how he uh, tried to bring us together as a country and as a people. And uh, I, I really am glad you started it that way. And I want to focus on some aspects of this because it's amazing. You know, when you say you and I don't agree on everything, that's true. And I, I agree that, you know what, but it's not because we disagree either. Okay, we don't agree on everything, not because we necessarily disagree. Uh, but but we're different people with different hearts, different minds, different understandings, different life experiences, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And that doesn't mean we necessarily disagree either. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I disagree with you having so many dang kids. And, uh... <laughs> and I disagree with you back in Romney. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't... how many years? How many years have you ribbed me about that? Well, that's got to be done because that goofball is going to be your president if he if he, he's going to try to run next time for your president. And I'm going to have to oppose him again. Yeah. Well, I I I seriously uh, would consider moving to Utah just to run against him. Uh, well, I, hey, I let's really get would. that done immediately. I really, uh, but, but I I really want to point out though, it's not that we even disagree. Let me give you an example on Romney, and I rib you for fun about it. But here's the deal. 
we're all trying to find the best way forward that we can see. And at the time, and it's not that time now, by the way, but at the time, you felt like, hey, given the circumstances in primaries, uh, you know what, this might be the best solution I have. And I felt like, hey, there might be a different solution that would be better. Is it better to go third party? Or is it better to vote Republican and try to work within the party to fix it? Is it better to, and I can go on and on and on with choices about how we handle things, but I don't know that we disagree, per se. Um, We might go about something different, but that doesn't mean we necessarily disagree. I'll, I'll explain. Let's talk about it. I think this is important. Hang tight. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Just as a COVID-19 vaccine is close at hand, the U.S. is now averaging more than 1,300 deaths a day. That's the highest death toll since spring. The country has more than 254,000 deaths, the most in the world by far. Health experts are deeply afraid that holiday travel next week will fuel spread of the virus. Many states and cities are imposing near lockdowns or other restrictions. Kyle Rittenhouse made bail. The 17-year-old accused in the fatal shooting of two people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in late August was released from jail Friday after posting $2 million in bail. In Wisconsin, bail has to be paid in full in cash. Rittenhouse's attorney said the money came back from funds raised by an organization called Fight Back. According to the Washington Post, the group said on its website that its mission is to protect and defend constitutional rights. The Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P 500 closed lower on Friday. This is USA Radio News. For over three years, you've heard me rave about the MyPillow Premium Pillow from Mike Lindell. You've heard how they don't go flat. You can wash them and dry them. They maintain their shape, and they are made in the USA. Well, now you can get the best deal ever on a MyPillow Premium Pillow, the ones that started it all. You can get a standard or queen-size premium MyPillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a $40 savings, and king-size pillows are only $5 more. This is the time to buy because that 60-day money-back guarantee is now extended to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square, use my promo code USA. There you'll find this special and savings deep discounts on all the MyPillow products. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square and use my promo code USA. Or Call 1-800-951-8175. Tell them you want the USA Radio special on MyPillow Premium Pillows. New regulations have been introduced by the Trump administration to lower prices for prescriptions. USA Radio Network's John Clemens reports. Among the new regulations is the elimination of the middleman called pharmacy benefit managers, who some claim reduce the price of prescriptions, but others say these people are making a fortune. Dr. Merrill Matthews is the resident scholar at the Dallas Area Institute for Policy Innovation. There are middlemen there who negotiate with the pharmaceutical companies, negotiate big discounts, pass some of those discounts on to consumers and patients, but they keep a lot of that money. And he's trying to get that middleman out of there and pass those savings on to individuals. When Mr. Trump took office, he said he was going to lower out-of-pocket expenses for Americans. I'm John Clemens. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is about to receive an International Emmy Award for his once-daily coronavirus briefings. It'll be presented to him on Monday. You're listening to USA Radio News.
Expressing gratitude can be a healing spirit in our lives, ladies and gentlemen. Spread the word, will you please? Hashtag give thanks. Now, I want to say this, though. Because we might disagree on something, that doesn't mean that we disagree. What I mean is we can have different views. All right, I'm going to use the Romney example. I don't hate Romney. I don't think Romney is a bad person. I think he's probably a moral, honest person to the best of his ability, Sheriff. Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Uh, but I think he's deceived on some political realities. I think he doesn't uh, reverence the Constitution as he should. I think he believes the great compromise is the answer oftentimes when I think he should hold the line. Uh, I think he has done some things that really are not good. And I'll give you an example of the point. Being very hostile and critical to President Donald J. Trump is an example right now. Look, President Trump has every right to challenge the election if he so chooses. Okay, If we feel like we have a need for a redress of grievance, we have the right to go to the courts. If he really believes there's election fraud, then it's not a matter of if Romney sees fraud or not, or if Romney believes Trump's right or not, or if it's a matter of respecting President Trump's right to feel differently than Romney does. Romney feels like there's no fraud, it's all good. Now, I don't know if that's what he really feels in his heart. I'm not here to judge that. My point being, hey, I don't disagree with Romney's point that, hey, we got to get along in America. But I also don't disagree with President Trump's point to say, hey, you know what? I believe there's vote fraud and I have a right to a redress of grievance. And you know what? Since all the votes are not certified by the states and since the Electoral College hasn't voted, you know what? There's not a president-elect. There's a candidate, Biden, who thinks he's won in these given states. And by the popular vote, it may be true. Time will tell based on fraud and court cases and reality. But am I to short circuit that? Okay, see, I don't think so. Whether I'm Tucker Carlson or Mitt Romney or, uh, you know, Joe Biden or anybody else in the mainstream press, I don't have the right to short circuit that reality. Let it play out. Let the courts do their job. Let the checks and balances work. Let the Constitution work. If President Trump has a redress agreement, let him air that by all means. And, and so I disagree with Romney on, on uh, attacking Trump and being so in his face. So does that mean I agree with Romney? Or does that mean I agree with Trump, Sheriff? Well, it may be that you don't really agree with either one, that you're just expressing your views. And, and, obviously, and it may be agree that I partly agree with both, right? Right, that could be. But I, I do believe uh, Romney is not a good person. That's mm. real, That's really the reason why... I feel bad that I ever voted for him in the first place. Uh, at the time, if I had to make the decision again, I would do the same thing. Because the, it was based on one principle, and that is, as I explained to you on your show several times, um, I, I thought it was the only way and best way to get rid of a, a liar and a huge danger to our country in the form of Barack Obama. And I think the damage that Barack Obama did uh, is still carrying on. In fact, it's accelerating. And so uh, it was the only way. And I and I think uh, Romney has some good qualities about him, but I think he's really overplayed his hand big time when it comes to uh, his ire towards Trump. And I think it has shown that he's dishonest. Uh, and case in point on that was when he tried to say that it was his religious belief to vote against him on uh, on the impeachment. 
Yeah, and there again, the question is, is Romney deceived on that? He re- you know, the, the people whispering it in his ear and everything else, and he believes that, hey, uh, that's the case. It's easy for Republicans to say, I don't see how you could ever vote for a Democrat. They're pro-death. They're killing babies. How dare you consider voting for that? And the, oh, yeah, the, then, the, then the Democrats, though, would say, how dare you vote for an immoral man like President Trump? He's had a bunch of wives. He cheats on his taxes. He's, you know, had all these um, allegations of... Uh, Female stuff, and hey, Trump's no more moral. And you know what? It's hard to say either of them are wrong, really. If you look at it from their perspective. Anyway, I bring that up not to really get us to agree, but to get to kind of illustrate the point that, you know what? We need to learn to look at principle. And we need to learn to look at the good in one another more so than, than maybe the things that we disagree with. Uh, what is the good of Mitt Romney? Well, he's a pretty talented businessman. Even Trump admits that. And Trump's a pretty talented businessman. Even Romney admits that. So see, now I've got Romney and Trump agreeing, and I agree with both of them, that they're pretty good businessmen. I wish I had a couple of pennies to rub together like they've got. I might be able to turn a real net. I might be able to really make a difference in the media that way, Sheriff. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, there is powers and blessing in uh, finances. No question about it. I've said the same thing. I believe that uh, CSPOA would be a force to be reckoned with all across this country, if we were funded, uh, we've actually become one uh, somewhat, even without it. But uh, I believe that uh, there's no—it's unquestionable, it's irrefutable—that if we had the the, mal- the 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 money and thus the power, because uh, money is power, and it would provide power to your uh, radio station, it would provide power to us. Uh, because money is power, period, end of story. And that's the reason why evil people with money have become such a huge influence in our in our world today. And that's why each of us needs to repent, needs to do our best. Let me give you an example. I don't know how many people even have seen this headline, but the headline that I had yesterday, and I want to give you a chance to speak about it because I know it's one of your passions, and, and I feel the same as you do on this. California judge allows a strip club to <laughs> yeah. open... Citing the First Amendment, sir. So strip clubs can be open, according to the California judge. And the First Amendment is the reason why we got to open up the strip clubs. But churches remain shuttered, sir. Uh, That's probably one of the, uh, I saw that yesterday as well. And uh, that's probably one of the greatest hypocrisies of our time. Uh, and, And probably even further than just hypocrisy but a destruction of the very principles that made our country what it is and what it was supposed to be. And, and so, yeah, um, if, if, oh my gosh, uh, if people can't see that and, and see what a hoax this whole thing has been and what a joke our courts have become, you don't need to look any further than that. Even if you're an atheist and you don't believe in religion at all, or you have complete disdain for religion, you cannot uh, side with a court that says, yes, it's a First Amendment right uh, to have a strip club, but not complete control over your own church and religious practices. Uh, it's, it's just, a, again, a sign how astonishingly uh, debased uh, our in, entire system has become. And, and again, that goes back to what John Adams said, that our entire... Uh, constitutional system was was intended for a moral and religious people. I think that 
bears that point out and that I guess maybe America's epitaph that not doing that is the is the destruction of America. And it highlights the dishonest divide that they're using COVID for. For example, they say the United States passed 250,000 coronavirus deaths on Wednesday. But then I have another headline that said, hey, they included heart attack deaths and all kinds of pre-existing deaths than everything else in the numbers. So yeah. you can't trust the numbers. But then it turns out we find photos emerging of Governor Gavin Newsom. I guess he was dining without a mask, hanging out at a large party to the point where even CNN, of all people, call it the height of hypocrisy. Yeah, I'll call it the same thing. And uh, it's, it, But it's, it's the height of this, Sam. And that is that even the politicians don't believe this stuff. Uh, they are making a big play for control over the masses. But they don't believe. The bottom line is, he does not believe it, or he would not have done it. And he doesn't believe it, and none of us should be believing it. That's the part we should be following from Governor Newsom. <clears throat> <He's, clears throat> he has proven to everyone what a hoax this whole thing is. As a matter of fact, uh, G. Edward Griffin put in his newsletter uh, the same thing, and... Uh, there's, it's huge all over the Internet uh, that this is happening, and it's Dr. Roger Hodkinson. Did you see that? Yes, he basically is uh, from Canada, and yeah. he's one of the people that developed the COVID test, and he says this is the biggest hoax ever, and well, that the tests are not reliable, and we should stop all testing immediately. To, to quote him exactly, <clears throat> you're currently reading... Dr. Roger Hodkinson, I'm on the internet right now, uh, COVID-19, this is quoting him, is the biggest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspected public. Masks don't protect. Social distancing does nothing. Tests are also useless. And and so he, he's actually uh, really into the entire COVID-19, uh, what, in Reality check. The reality, the reality of COVID nineteen. Yeah, the reality check. Also, a new Danish study came out, says masks don't work. We know the tests don't work, but the FDA authorized the first home test. They're talking about that. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky on Newsmax TV, Fauci will keep us masked until the end. Yeah, we got a lot more, ladies and gentlemen, on Liberty Roundtable Live. Hang tight. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. 
Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, top pathologist. Roger Hopkinson told Canadian government officials in Alberta during a phone conference that the coronavirus pandemic is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. He went on to say, by the way, he's the CEO of a biotech company that makes COVID tests, by the way. So this guy's a top pathologist, makes COVID tests. He says there's utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians we are seeing politics playing medicine and that's a very dangerous game now you've also got the study that i just referred to um saying hey these um tests don't work the masks don't work social distancing doesn't work and i would simply um appeal to the average american and say this sheriff we've been locked down for what 240 plus days, eight months now. Yeah. Almost nine months. And if it worked with the masks, the social distancing, all the recommendations they have, hand washing, da 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 da, how come we haven't started to get a handle on this? And what they would then come back and say, well, you haven't done enough of it. You haven't right. obeyed properly. But that's a lie. Most places, most people have masks on. Uh, and, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody wears them every second all the time. I mean, ask Governor Newsom if you, uh, you know. So is Governor Newsom the reason that they don't work, or, or is it that it doesn't work? See, I submit to you in the beginning they said we got to flatten the curve and slow it down. They've never really said we could get rid of it or stamp it out or stop it, ever. But now you've literally got governors saying in your homes it will be illegal if you don't wear a mask. We really literally have in the state of Utah Governor Gary Herbert saying – you shouldn't let everybody make the food. Have only one person make the food. Well, who's that one person? Answer, how dumb am I? Mom. So uh, the governor's now saying, dump all the work on mom. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And then uh, um, the governor's wife gets all mad because people are protesting at their house. But Sheriff, what are we to do? This is the point. I get that people might be scared of the corona. But they have taken this way, way too far. And sadly, if Joe Biden takes the helm, they're just getting started, my friend. 
Yeah, that's a that's the scariest thing about it is we're going to have uh, Biden and Kamala Harris uh, with their socialistic, uh, communistic, Marxist views, uh, really using this to put all of us in our place. Uh, the pandemic is being used to destroy America. Period. End of story. Well, but it's for a good reason. Oh, we're yeah, we're destroying our constitution. We're destroying America. We're fundamentally changing America to this now dictatorial government. Uh, call the dictatorship uh, fascist. Call it uh, socialist. Call it communist. Call it democratic. Call it whatever you want. Due to the need for expediency, the ends justify the means they claim. But don't worry. Amazon is now a drugstore. It'll ship prescriptions to prime members, Sheriff, so you're going to be okay, buddy. Oh, well, that makes me feel so much better. I can't wait to buy my new Tesla either. Now, here's the question. (laughs) Who will be the first to get the COVID-19 vaccines, which are coming operations warp speed alive and well, ladies and gentlemen? Who should be first? Should healthcare workers be first, Sheriff? Well, that's what they say. You know, which means uh, I've got a big problem there with my son, who I will be spending Thanksgiving with, and my wife and I will be helping with dinner along with Josh's wife, and I'm sure he'll be helping quite a bit too. It's, it's we're going to continue our uh, family tradition of making a Thanksgiving uh, dinner together. Uh, and by the way, my son already mentioned uh, President Nelson's uh, uh, speech of gratitude and how he was feeling. Josh is really quite nostalgic a lot of times, and he's been feeling gratitude to all of us and his uh, youth and and our fond memories that we have together as a family. So I, I really look forward to that. And I, and I guess uh, Governor Abbott has not come out and ordered us how to do our Thanksgiving dinner. Thank you very much, Governor Herbert, who used to be a county commissioner when I was a cop there. And... Uh, uh, I could tell you some things where I would question his character as well. Boy, but, uh, how they rise to the ranks of boy, government, don't they, sir? Boy, I know. Yeah, they do. Uh, but, yes, I do question uh, Romney's character, uh, just to finish on that. But I really I really think we need to get back to, to normal before it's too late. And, and I, I believe that the hysteria that Dr. Hodkinson was talking about is absolutely correct. Uh, we're going to be uh, completely programmed, beyond brainwashed. It's going to be just, as a matter of fact, programmed uh, that we are taking on and agreeing to and accepting as a people. And that has got me really concerned uh, because it's going to be nearly impossible to undo that. Amen. Amen to that reality check. Now, listen to this. This is the National Vaccine Information Center that released this information. Pfizer CEO sells stock same day positive results of COVID-19 vaccine is announced. Does that give you confidence, Sheriff? Why would he sell it? Wouldn't it get higher if he kept it a little bit longer? Well, if it gets high and he sells a ton, then he can wait until it drops a little bit after the hysteria highs, buy more. Yeah, well, that's true. But, but in yeah, my opinion, hold on. In my opinion, that's insider trading, though. If you sell stock the same day, you could yeah, say, well, I waited till it got announced. But you know what? There's some game-playing manipulation going on here in terms of knowledge, foreknowledge about stocks and da 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 
And the unsuspecting public has taken the beating financially uh, for that effort, right? Well, yeah, of course. And and uh, I hope you saw this story, too. This is one I wanted to bring up today. I'm sure you saw it because you're totally in the know. But uh, Elon Musk, did you see that? Uh, you're talking about where he got two tests positive, two tests negative in the same day, proving the tests are bogus? <laughs> that is exactly what I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's out of control. He, and he mocks the oh, system. He's just like, there's something not right with these things. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's all tweeting out and stuff like that. And this yeah. is the, kind of the point, though. The exact Look. same place, the exact same nurse, the exact same test, and he yes. got two positive and two negative. And he must have plenty of money to be able to do that because nobody else could just demand four tests like that all in a row. But I bring this up, though, because, hey, if Elon Musk has four tests and he's writing and tweeting out that it's bogus, and then at the same time a top pathologist is saying, hey, I'm a maker of the test and I'm telling you it's a big fraud, and then at the same time, the Pfizer CEO selling stocks the same day the vaccine comes out. you got to at some point put all that together and say, coincidence? <laughs> I think not. No, no. And, and Sam, that this, I mean, look at all of the, uh, just the, in the past two or three days, look at all of the information coming forward. Dr. Hodkinson, Elon Musk test, and... Uh, Governor Newsom being caught showing the world that he doesn't care and that he doesn't believe that the coronavirus is really a threat. And and yet he will still shut down Disneyland. The courts will still get the nod to uh, strippers and, and still try to continue to regulate and shut down churches. I mean, this is so astonishing. And Governor Newsom, he was already mad at beat at, at uh, Orange County because they're kind of conservative. They went against him on a few things. So what beach did he shut down? Of all the beaches in California, he shut down Orange County beaches. So you, you have to recognize the farce of all of this. It's all political. And Dr. Hodgkinson saying that he blamed the media and politicians. His now here's what happened. driven by media and politicians. Now here's what happened. Dr. Fauci has always said, oh, you, well, first he said you don't have to have masks. That's bogus. And then he said, oh, you got to have masks. And But then Dr. Scott Atlas stood up and said, look, these masks are bogus. And then they said, well, Dr. Atlas, you're not a pathologist. You don't even know. Shut up. Sit down. But now you've got Dr. Atlas and this pathologist both speaking out, saying the same thing. At the same time, that Elon Musk got four tests proving that the tests don't work, just like the test maker and pathologist and Dr. Scott Atlas has been saying. All right, two quick stories before the end of the hour, Sheriff. Then we're going to have James Edwards join us for the second hour as well. He's live from an event as well. Oh, okay. Candace Owens, you know who she is, right? Oh, yeah. I wish she'd put me on her show sometime. Yeah, she's phenomenal. She sues Facebook fact checkers for defamation. She says it's now time to fact check the fact checkers. Amen to that. All right. Anyway, I commend uh, Candace. Well, she, she's amazing. She's she uh, she, yeah. al- she almost talks too fast. I wish she'd slow down sometimes, and because I want to hear everything she has to say. But I totally, totally love that lady. Yeah, what, and she talks too fast like me, doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll start talking slower now. But uh, hey, by the I way, will, I will say she's a lot prettier than you too. But man, uh, that I, lady. 
She's a nice looking woman. All I can tell you is this I can't help it. There's nothing I can do about it, sir. <laughs> By the way, male and female is genetic reality, folks. And we yeah. were male and female before we were born on this planet, patterned after Almighty God. Let's make it really clear. I know I'll get slaughtered for saying that, but I have no fear. Yeah. By the way, speaking of this, Sheriff, we've been trying to get people out of jail, as you know, for years and years and years. And all the bad guys seem to stay free, and all the good guys seem to go to jail. Here's another case in point. Actress Lori Laughlin is reportedly adjusting to prison life, and it resolved to finish her sentence with her head held high. Now, I'm not saying she didn't make a mistake there or whatever else, but look, the low-level people got slaughtered in this scandal, and the high-level people walked and it's a shame she's in prison. Even if you can say what she did was wrong, fine, give her a fine. But to put a lady like that in prison, sir, is absolutely proving my point. All the bad guys are running around free, and the good guys are all getting thrown in jail. Amen to that. I, I've, I actually would have loved to have worked with them as a consultant, uh, showing that they committed no crime, because there has to be criminal intent. There is no criminal intent with that. With her or her current husband, I, don't, I can't remember his but name. But let me tell you what they did. They did what they tried to do to Ammon, uh, where they tried to get you to cop a plea and, 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 oh, and yeah. capitulate. Ammon was wise enough not to do it, and he's free today. Anybody who was with Ammon Bundy who did cop got burned and thrown in jail, and, and the charges uh, were able to stick. And Lori, sadly, got duped into the same reality check, sir. Exactly, and that's what I wanted to talk to her about and, uh, and to tell her. You know, there's no way your attorneys should be telling you that criminal intent can be proved on this. You know, being generous and trying to make a donation and then have them offer your daughter a place at the school, uh, that is not criminal. There's no way. And if that were criminal, then they should be putting every politician that takes a a large donation in prison. And there's the real criminal you were talking about. Hey, Sheriff, are you moving to Georgia, buddy? Negative. Negative. All the liberals are going to Georgia, buddy. My brother already lives there, but yeah, you're right, and that's uh, something they're also trying to stop. And they're all uh, they're about if they go to Georgia with that intent and they vote or they manipulate elections and then they leave. They're uh, trying to say that that's actually illegal, but I don't see how it is. Well, they claim it's a felony. Yep. All right, hour one in the can, hour two coming up. The good man James Edwards will be joining us. It'll be Sam Bushman, Richard Mack. And the good James Edwards with us. And uh, we'll be talking a whole lot more about all kinds of things that relate to you. Ocasio-Cortez in the news. The sheriff digs Ocasio-Cortez, too. We'll talk about that. Liberty Round Table Live, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one of the can, two coming up for Sam and the good sheriff. Hashtag what? Be grateful? Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushwin, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for November the twenty-first in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. Wow, do we got a road to hoe today, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one, the good sheriff was with me last hour. Sheriff Richard Mackey's still with me now. 
We talked about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, prophet or president Russell M. Nelson. Shares a message of hope and healing, the healing power of gratitude. He asks us to do two specific things. That's everybody in the world, member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or not. One, promote gratitude via social media. All right. Number two, he prayed for the whole world and all God's children in the world. And he encourages us to pray to God as well. Uh, when you promote on social media, hashtag give thanks. We talked about this top pathologist, Dr. Roger Hopkinson. He's basically is a maker of the COVID test, and he's a top pathologist in Canada. And he told the uh, Canadians, the Canadian government officials in a conference call, hey, this whole thing is bogus. It's driven by politicians and the media. This coronavirus stuff is bogus. The tests don't work. And he went on. Amazon's now a drugstore. And you got to ask yourself, who will be the first to get the COVID-19 vaccines? Should social workers be first? Well, I like the quote Sheriff Richard Mack gave us last week, or maybe it was the week before. I can't remember. Uh, basically, um, hey, why don't we have all the government officials take the COVID vaccine first? And if it works, great. But if it doesn't work and they die, then we're all free, right? And uh, so let's just do it that way. Um, what's interesting is they don't want to do that. They want to give it to the health workers and everybody else first. But who's got more COVID-19 infections than anybody? And the answer is government officials. Right? I find that fascinating. Pfizer CEO sells stock same day as the vaccine um, positive information came out. Right? So they, you know, had the positive, hey, the, the vaccines are all effective, 94, 95% effective. He sold his stocks the same day. Why would he do that? Bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, we're being played for suckers. That's the bottom line. All right. Now, One other thing, Sam, could I yes, bring sir. up real quickly? Sure. Uh, I think this is extremely telling and very appropriate. An Emmy has now been awarded Governor Cuomo of New York. Literally. For his stellar handling of the cocoa, right? No, no, no. For his stellar performance. Sam, don't forget what an Emmy is. An Emmy is awarded to some of the best performances from actors on television. And and sometimes it goes to announcers, and, and but very seldom. But it's it, nevertheless, for his best, for the great performance from Governor Cuomo on television, he is now getting an Emmy. If that's not... All right. <laughs> Let's have James Edwards of the Political Cesspool Radio Program chime in on this. James. Well, guys, I'm hearing all the things you're hearing. I'm listening to everything you're saying. I mean, this has been a pretty bad year. Politically speaking, certainly with the way COVID has been manipulated to... You know, honestly, we don't even know what their end games are. I mean, certainly it's to limit our freedoms and perhaps run a beta test to see uh, how easily they can get mass population, uh, uh, a mass population to conform to the whims of the media and, and whatever governmental entities uh, that, uh, that there are. It's not good for us. It's not good for a Christian free society. Uh, but, Sam, I don't know when you want to get into it, but uh, I want to give y'all actually some good news. 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's really off the beat. We don't want any of that, do we, Sam? <laughs> uh, no, sir. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that would be appropriate or not. I mean, it certainly hasn't been appropriate on my program either in the last uh, few months anyway, so I don't know how to, how to even go about it. I guess he gets an Emmy Award, they claim, for his leadership. But as the good sheriff wisely points out, how do you get a, uh Emmy for this kind of stuff, James? Well, you can get Emmys and ESPYs for anything now. I mean, Bruce Jenner got uh, the all-time sports award from ESPN for Outstanding Female uh, Athlete of the Century. So anything goes now, Sam. Well, yeah, and Barack Obama got one before he had even been president or had, <laughs> it, done, had even done anything. He got the Pulitzer. And a no, he got a Nobel, too, didn't he? I mean, Nobel, you know, so yeah. these, these, these things can just, uh, I tell you, anybody can get them except those who deserve them. Well, and I look at it and I go, is it a performance? Was he on television in a performance with the COVID? Oh, of course. James? Well, I, you actually saw my thunder. I was, I was uh, going to lay into that. I was going to say, well, I guess it was made for TV, a made for TV performance to uh, go along with this whole thing and to parrot the narrative in such a convincing way, or at least convincing to, uh, to his peers in the media, those who hand out such awards. So, yep, you, you were definitely reading my mind on that. <laughs> I find that fascinating, though. They're almost mocking the population when they do stuff like that. Because, hey, a performance in the media on TV, using the medium to deal with the pandemic or whatever else, yep. uh, it's a performance. They're mocking the people with this, Sheriff. That's really where I wanted to hang my hat, Sam. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. That is exactly what it is. It is an obvious mockery uh, of the whole thing. I almost thought they were doing it tongue-in-cheek at first, but they're not. And and so, you know, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, how funny and weird this is. It's, I think, our, all part of the programming. If you're liberal, James, if you're liberal, you can get these types of awards, even if you do nothing or if you just well. Let's be clear. Let's be clear about Cuomo for a second. This is the guy that literally shipped positive COVID people to nursing homes uh, and let a bunch of people literally die on this, and no one's called to account, sir. Yeah, uh, exactly. And uh, that's uh, that's the big thing. He, here's a guy that c- should probably be in c- uh, charged criminally, who is now getting the awards. And and I compare that to if you remember the little uh, Elian was it Elian Gonzalez, the kid yeah. that was the kid that Back was back in uh, two thousand. Yeah, and 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 the thugs that entered his home and pointed a machine gun in his face and raided the home so ruthlessly and crazily, you know, the SWAT team mentality. And what happened to the SWAT team members? They were all given medals of valor. You're darn right. <laughs> and, the full house, and the full house actress, Lori Lofton, sits in prison. She claims that she'll uh, finish out her sentence with her head held high. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so she's going to go to jail for a few months. For I mean, obviously it was a crime, it was a moral. But I mean, again, 
not to backtrack, but compare that to what. Hold on a minute. Like Hold on a minute. I don't think it was a crime. What's the crime? Well, whatever. You I tell mean, me what crime she committed. Again, I, we were talking about that, James. Criminal intent must be improved, must be proved in a court of law on her deal. Criminal intent, and I believe there's none. She well, just wanted her daughter to get a better education, but uh-huh. everybody pays for an education, right? Yeah, they, don't I know it? But uh, the, <laughs> I guess the point was what she did so pales in comparison to what we are. Uh, what I'm looking for, uh, what we are subjected to every day by by our uh, ruling elite, and uh, but they make a big uh, show trial out of this because she was uh, on a television show. She's going to go to jail for a little while. But the, uh, what the sheriff said a moment ago was so true, and we've actually said this before a time or two now, it's gotten to the point where what they are doing is so outlandish and so egregious, it's almost become an open mockery of us because it's as, as if as though to say, what are you going to do about it? It's almost as if they're doing things so far out just to see what they can get away with now. And I know that this is a private company, but I would encourage you, Sam, and the sheriff, and everyone listening, today to go to BassPro.com slash Santa, or Bass Pro Shops, BassPro.com slash Santa. They show you how kids are going to be allowed to meet Santa this year at any given point. Hold on, let me explain. Hold on, stop, 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 stop. Let me explain something to you. Dr. Fauci came out on national, you know, uh, media and basically said, listen, Santa can't get the COVID. Santa can't get Coco. Santa's safe. Santa loves you. Santa's not spreading anything bad. It's okay, kids. Well, Bass Pro didn't get that. If, if Fauci said that, I guess that's the first thing I, he's ever said that I agree with. But uh, so, yeah, you can meet Santa if you want. Go to BassPro.com slash Santa. It well, he's in, a, like... he's in a plastic box. But you got to watch it, though. I mean, it's uh, yeah, okay. If you watch the whole thing, it's it's. So over the top, it's like a, when I watched it at first, I didn't know what the original source was. I thought it was maybe a Saturday Night Live parody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so ridiculous the way they present it. It's, it's just like it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's almost mocking the whole thing, except they're serious. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing is serious. It's now, so, how it's do you know, how do you know, Fauci, that Santa can't get the cocoa? I want to know this, though. I want to know scientifically, Mr. Science Man, that doesn't speak out on anything but scientific reality, he says when he's cornered on politics. I want to know how you know that Santa can't get the cocoa. Can you prove it with science? (laughs) Or is Dr. Fauci lying? Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is 
money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, you want me to go to BassPro.com slash Santa? Is that what you're saying, James? That's it. That, that's what we got to do. And what do you want me to do there gonna, now? Watch this video? Yeah, just watch it and be disgusted. I mean, I, at first, again, I thought it was an over-the-top parody about how... How long uh, is ridiculous, it? Ridiculous. Uh, less than a minute, a minute and a half. Uh-huh. You can actually play the whole thing. You can play the whole thing on the radio. It'd be perfect. At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, family traditions mean everything, especially this year. We warmly invite your family to join us for free photos with Santa at our reimagined Santa's Wonderland. Enjoy a contactless visit thanks to our magic Santa shield, along with extra enhancements to keep everyone safe this holiday season. Reserve a free time online and check in on your smart device. Our elves will be wearing face coverings and cleaning all surfaces between each visit with physical distancing that provides plenty of room. Reservations are limited, so make yours today. Vir- I mean, you know, so virtual that, Santa you Claus, idea, right? You, you get an idea from hearing it, but you really have to see it. Santa's smiling behind this you know, plate glass while the elves are, are with their shields windexing the whole thing. The kids are six feet away from Santa, pawing at the glass, waving at him. You know, forget sitting in Santa's lap and telling him your Christmas list or holiday list, God knows. Uh, that's all gone. I mean, I would never have my kids have to experience a visit with, I mean, look, it sounds trivial. We're talking about visits with Santa Claus, but I mean, it's, it's an attack on Christmas. It's an attack. This whole thing Fauci was saying the other day with Jake Tapper do virtual Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners, um, wear face coverings in your home. If you do have six people or less at your house or 10 people or less, an attack on the family, an attack on fellowship, an attack on the spiritual things that binds us. I mean, that's what's going on right now. Cancel your own family? Yeah, the New York Forget Post. The, the New York Post, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think that Bass Pro understands what's going on scientifically here. Let me explain this now. The New York Post. Santa Claus is immune from COVID-19, says Dr. Anthony Fauci. So Bass Pro just must be ignorant. Or they've got an imposter Santa. I don't know. Wait a minute. Bass Pro has an imposter Santa? 
<laughs> it's like that. Well, drunk... we, know the, we, we know the real Santa Supernatural, so. It's like that drunk Santa on, what is that thing? Something 4th Street or whatever? 34th Street? <laughs> they got this fake Santa running around acting like he can get the cocoa. But I really want to know, though, honestly, I want to understand something. How does Dr. Fauci know that Santa can't get the COVID? And let me tell you why. Well, a, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He's a really smart guy. That's how he knows. He, if if Santa remember, Claus was... is immune, then all I got to do, James, is sit on Santa's knee and whisper really quietly now, <laughs> I want to make I want you to make sure that I'm immune to the cocoa, too. Can you do that for me for Christmas, Santa? Well, Santa could probably give you a 99.8% survival rate. He could, he could certainly give you that. <laughs> Sheriff, what do you think of this? Can I just whisper to Santa to get that herd immunity that Dr. Fauci claims Santa has? That I, I mean, he could give it to me for Christmas, couldn't he? Yeah, there's got to be a Christmas song coming up there. That's got to be the new Christmas song. Oh, Santa, hey, baby. Santa. Yeah, I mean, there's Keep Me From COVID, and uh, I can't wait for that one to come out. And Don't again, let me get just like James was saying, that's got to be that's got to be an SNL routine coming up. That's got to be. Yeah. Uh, except they take it to the only mock Donald Trump now. <laughs> I think that's their whole show now. But the you know, Fauci, this isn't his first uh, rodeo, guys. If anybody remembers, he was doing this same routine back in the eighties and early nineties. Oh yeah, uh, he was. He was the go-to expert for all things HIV back when the, you know the people were you know so up in arms and worried about HIV and AIDS. He was doing the same routine. He was the go-to expert, just like he's the go-to expert on coronavirus. And he said, in no uncertain terms, there is no correlation whatsoever between HIV and homosexuality. So this is, I mean, this is the guy. Well, that's why Santa can't get AIDS either. <laughs> See. Santa's safe, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you know it? Now, I just find this fascinating. All right. Now, here's the deal. You think that the coronavirus uh, pandemic uh, has been taken advantage of by politicians, never let a good crisis go to waste. Whether they know or don't know it's a real crisis, they're certainly using their dictatorial powers to go flat out of control. They're literally ignoring state legislative bodies. They're literally ignoring all the checks and balances that America is known for on this, quote, expediency or emergency uh, attitude. And they're using two things for it. One, the coronavirus, but two, global warming. And it's kind of two strange bedfellows, nevertheless. But you don't know this, but 500 scientists just came out. And they signed a letter to the United Nations stating that there's no climate emergency. Did you get the memo, Sheriff? No, I, I didn't see that one. Sorry, Sam. Did you, James? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see that, but I'll tell you this. There is. Well, no minute, so I want to point out, though, the fact that neither of the two of you saw it means that 90 but, plus percent of America never saw that truth either. But when 500 scientists write a letter, they don't just mention it in passing. They take the time to write and sign a letter and send it to the United Nations and says, hey, there's no climate emergency here at all. Um. That really is saying something. You didn't hear a word about it. Yeah. But that, that, was, that was the point, Sam. I mean, if the sheriff and I hadn't heard about it, and I'm not saying we know everything at all times, but we you know, have our ears to the ground free, you know, as well as uh, most normal citizens can. 
And that was the thing, though. I mean, this whole thing is an illusion. The, the whole so-called scientific community does not speak with a single voice on these things. It's just that the ones who are brave enough to have a dissenting or honest point of view are not going to get uh, amplified by the media. It's, uh, it's as if every, every scientist is on board for this global warming hoax or climate change hoax. That's not the case. But the only ones you ever hear about through the media are the ones who have yeah, what about the five hundred that took time to? What about the five hundred that took time to write and sign a letter? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they might have been writing and signing it to each other. If nobody, if the message can't get out, if you don't know where to find uh, their website or, or their information, it was the same thing. The media did the same thing. Uh, they had all these so-called doctors. You know, all of the the medical community uh, came out this year saying that you know, certainly, obviously, as we know, COVID can spread like a wildfire uh, if if, if you have 10 people or less in your home for Thanksgiving dinner, but it cannot spread at an Antifa riot. Now, we heard that all summer long. All of these And it can't spread when kid after kid after kid sits on Santa's lap now, neither. <laughs> hey, Santa. Don't give me the COVID today. All right. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, how will the United States get back to anything resembling Normal life, you might ask. After we all get the vaccination, Sam. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. The mainstream press is speaking out. That's not true. Oh, my goodness. Um, let me tell you how it is so you guys can know. Epidemiologists insist the standard or standardizing the COVID information across all states is essential. This no, virus isn't disappearing, said Dr. William Schaffner, professor of preventative medicine and infectious diseases at Vanderbilt University's medical school. COVID will be here three years from now in some form. We hope we get a vaccine soon, but even when we do, people will need to see the data to determine the impact of the vaccinations. State yeah, and local... State and local health officials say that providing data is not so simple. Meager budgets, problematic technology. Well, that makes it very difficult to create standardized data. It's a nice idea, says Oscar Lane, chief of programs and services at the National Association of County and City Officials. But it's not the highest priority in most jurisdictions right now. Local health departments are simply focused on what's in front of them, and that's the data they need to decide whether people can go back to school or not. Still, epidemiologists point out that every other developed country battling the virus has come up with the data so far. And now they say, hey, we expect the coronavirus to be around in three to four years. Yes. People will need a small yellow card. At airports, so they can show their immunizations against the COVID-19 virus. Schools, restaurants, and sports stadiums will be equipped with quick, inexpensive testing stations for students and customers. The world will be fighting the coronavirus for the next three to four years as virus hotspots skip nation to nation. And the pandemic's toll will linger for decades, said Dr. Larry Brilliant, a California 
epidemiologist. I've got more in seconds. We'll break it down just for you. James Edwards, Richard Mack, Sam Bushman on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Police in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, outside of Milwaukee, are searching for a gunman who shot eight people at Mayfair Mall. Barry Weber is chief of Wauwatosa Police. Preliminary statements from witnesses indicate that the shooter is a white male in his 20s or 30s. Investigators are working on determining the identity of that suspect. Police tweeted that they believe the shooting was not random and that it was the result of an altercation. The mall will be closed until further notice. The results are official and certified and in. Joe Biden has won the peach state. I believe that the numbers that we have presented today are correct. The numbers reflect the verdict of the people, not a decision by the Secretary of State's office or of courts or of either campaigns. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says the former vice president won by 12,000 votes. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The teen accused of killing two joined a Kenosha Wisconsin riots is released on bail. Here's USA Radio's Val Dior. Kyle Rittenhouse is accused of killing two people and wounding a third during riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was released from police custody on $2 million bail. On Friday, the 17-year-old left the Kenosha County Jail around 2 p.m. after his attorneys posted bond, which was funded by an online campaign. Rittenhouse has spent the past two months in custody on murder charges. He claims he fired his weapon in self-defense after hearing what he thought was a shot fired at him. 35-year-old Josh Zeminski has since admitted to firing that shot, but only as a warning to rioters closing in on his home. From the Texas USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Val Dior. When Wall Street closed on Friday, it was lower. The Dow down 220 points, the Nasdaq down 50 points, the S&P 500 down 24 points. You are listening to USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. James Edward, Richard Mack, Sam Bushman on your radio. So how are we going to get back to normal life after the Coco hoax? The answer is we're not. They want you to believe that it'll get back to normal, but they're telling you that it's going to be around for three, four, five years, affect us seriously for decades, is their claim. 
Alexandria Acacia-Cortez claims we need to pay people to stay home. We'll get into that in just a minute, but it's a teaser. How will the U.S. get back to anything resembling normal life? They say the answer is straightforward. More testing, more masks, social distancing, contact tracing. People will need a small yellow card to show an an immunization against the cocoa. Schools, restaurants, sports stadiums will have testers. Right now, they basically just pop that thing up and say, can I check if you have a fever pretty soon? They'll do a test. Here's the problem. The tests are so inaccurate. What happens to you when you go somewhere and they run the quick test on you? And they say, you got the cocoa, Joe. Now what's going to happen? Are they going to lock you up and toss you in the clink, Sheriff? Well, then you show that you've – the thing of it is, they're all just pushing that so you can get your vaccination. And that's why the fake tests are there. Everybody's got to get it. Everybody's got to get the vaccination. Well, what happens if I show my card and say, hey, I got Sam, a vaccination? Sam, Sam. Card smart. You're not going to have a card. <laughs> no, listen, I got a vaccination You're not going to have a card. They're going to put it. They're going to stamp you. Oh. Because you, can, you cannot duplicate. You cannot forge uh, the stamp. But you can forge those little But what cards. if they test me and I'm positive at one of these tests? I'm ready to rock and roll into the, to the whatever concert. You know, I'm going to go to Off the, with your head. Wait a minute, but I got a stamp on me saying I got the cocoa vax. Yeah, how did you do that, man? I, I'm just They're going to have right, to take you man. in for evaluation. Well, what you probably need is sensitivity training. <laughs> okay, this is where we're headed, ladies and gentlemen. And with Biden taking the helm, here's what Ocasio-Cortez says. We need to basically send people home. And, uh, Sheriff, we're going to pay you to stay home. Oh, of course. Absolutely. We're going to pay you to chill at home and watch Netflix, bro. And I can't wait for how they come up with all the money to do that. But, you know, I'm really I can print for... money, my friend. Yeah, of course. And, and Sam, I really, uh, you know, sometimes I just really hope that Trump fails because I am so curious, absolutely so curious just to see what Biden's administration is going to do to us in regarding all of this. Well, they're already talking about mandatory masks nationwide for starters, and they haven't even got it off the ground yet. Yeah, mandatory masks, mandatory shutdowns, and this is such an amazing virus. Uh, It's a virus. Hey, man, Santa can't get it. (laughs) No, but I want to know how the elves can get it. If Santa can't get it, can the elves get it? They were wearing masks, so apparently. Okay. Strippers can't get it. How about them reindeer? Can they spread it? Well, I did see a story about a dog dying of COVID. They say, uh, but uh, and any of look this this virus ninety eight percent ninety nine percent rate of survival. If you're in the uh, the the upper tier, if you're in the lower tier, if you're at the you're at risk, you're you're elderly, you've got comorbidities, you still got an over ninety percent chance. Of surviving it. My co host, Sam, you know, and Keith, his uh, mother is 93 years old. She's in a nursing home. And she's been in a nursing home all year, uh, going back to March when they shut it down. So Keith has not been able to visit his 93 year old mother in this nursing home. Complete shutdown. She got it anyway. She has Alzheimer's. Uh, and she got coronavirus, uh, they say. And she plowed right through it. 93 years old, Alzheimer's, in a nursing home, got it, survived. So, you don't shut down schools, 
concerts. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Stop, 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 stop. If I want to create a global jubilee, if I want to pull off Operation Jubilee and create a reset of the whole world, complete with a currency, uh, you know, remake, uh, complete with a governmental remake and everything else, this is the best way to trigger a reset. James? But, you know, it, it would seem as though, it would seem that my point was going to be, it would seem as though they would need something that actually has, a, uh, that's actually somewhat lethal. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, this is the, the mildest thing I've ever seen. You don't shut down the world during flu season. You don't shut down, you know, for people getting a cold, which is basically what this is. And you don't do that, but they're doing it for this, and everybody's going along with it. I saw a story, the media is so criminally corrupt. I saw a story just yesterday. Uh, 15 years, it's very sad, 15-year-old girl had uh, advanced leukemia, and she passed away. They said she survived the leukemia, but she died of COVID. Well, you know, she died of the leukemia. She was still under treatment. I mean, she hadn't cleared that. I mean, she was in, you know, in-game leukemia, but they said she got good. So what did she die of, COVID, or what she died of COVID, they said. So, I mean, this is this stuff's going on. We've seen that, you know, hundreds of stories uh, like that where, you know, you slip on a banana pill, you die of COVID. But the whole thing, shutting down everything for something, I mean, people can see, are you going to believe the media or your lying eyes? You can see that this thing, this isn't, it's not the black flag. It's not the bubonic flag. I mean, I think by now we all know somebody or know somebody who knows somebody that's had this thing. And I certainly don't know of anyone personally who's passed from it. Everybody I know who's had it, they, they said it, it went from, you know, maybe like a mild flu to they lost maybe the sense of smell or taste for a while. And, um, you know, not that big of a deal. The great unraveling and our great hope is the question. What would open the door, gentlemen? What would open the door to a global reset? A globalist great reset. What would open the door? A a worldwide threat. A worldwide manufactured media manufactured threat. Now, it doesn't have to be particularly deadly, as we can see. This one's not. It'd be one thing if you were scared to death of getting it because you know anybody who gets it isn't isn't making it out alive. That's not the case here, but the way they're trumping trumping it, the way the the, the government is is, uh, acting with all seriousness, that we have to shut down everything you have to. And the people are going along with it. I mean, they may think it's ridiculous, but they're still putting on the mask. They're still, what else are they going to do? Operation Jubilee. I don't know if you know, but that was back in World War II. They called it Operation Jubilee. But are we going to have an Operation Jubilee, Sheriff? Are we going to have a, quote, global great reset? Is that where they're heading? Yeah, and the new book will be My Jubilee instead of Mein Kampf. And (laughs) it's coming, and I'm telling you, Sam, uh, how, how many years have we warned and been warned about the communist takeover of america and really it's not just america it's the world and it's all because uh fear-mongering lies distortions and brainwashing and it's working and it's working tremendously well operation global and if biden and kamala harris get in there's no stopping it operation global Jubilee. Yep. What would open the door to a great global reset? 
Well, you know what you got to do, guys? I mean, obviously we can't, nor would we want to, encourage people to, to, to go out and do things that are foolish in a pushback attempt against this, but you could have peaceful resistance to this. If, if, yeah, I actually saw a story about this last night on Fox News. Fox News has certainly been, uh, been falling fast, but there was one story last night uh, that, that made sense. It's uh, about a gym owner in California, and he refuses to close, and of course they're coming down and arresting him and fining him six ways from Sunday. But he just says, listen, they just don't have the resources, and everybody would just commit to staying open you know, that, what are they going to do? And that, that's a passive thing. That's not a storming the government with guns. That's not doing anything that we wouldn't advise people to do because you're going to get killed or put to jail or both. Just stay open. Don't wear the mask. They cannot. It's, it's the entirety of society. Well, it reminds me, that reminds me of when Kurt Crosby says, you know, they say that, you know, you can't have a Bible in school. You can't pray in school. What if everybody just rolled in with their Bible? Is it that's illegal good. to walk in with a Bible? That, that's exactly what people I think you know should consider. You're not, you're not. It's not a violent revolution. It's not. It's a, it's peaceful. It's just you're going to go on with your daily life. You're not going to accept uh, the surrendering of your of your freedoms to, to have a business, to to have dinner with your family for God's sake, which is where this is going, which is where this is. It's not going there. It's already here. The great unraveling and our great hope, Operation Global Jubilee. What would open the door to a globalist great reset? What's going to happen? With AOC proposing that we all get paid to stay home? With Joe Biden taking the White House? With folks like Bernie Sanders saying, you got to make sure you put people like us, the communists, in the cabinet. You got to make sure you put socialists uh, in the cabinet. You got to, where does this lead, Sheriff, and how bad do you think it can really get? What is it going to look like, ladies and gentlemen? I submit you ain't seen nothing yet. James and the Sheriff will answer that when we come back. James Edwards is at a very unique place. I want to highlight that and tease that for his show, Tonight Live. I didn't want to focus on it too much during the show today because I don't want to steal his thunder. But he's at a cool place, and we'll tell you about it. Hang tight. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? in churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. 
a strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm, by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, James Edwards, Richard Mack, Sam Bushman talking about the great unraveling and our great hope. My great hope is in Jesus Christ. We're talking about Operation Communist Jubilee. What will open the door to a great reset? All the global leaders are talking about it, folks. It's kind of like the New World Order of yesteryear discussion. But a great reset. We got to have one. They're pitching for one. They're pushing for one. They say the COVID, COVID-19 hoax, and the climate change or global warming or climate whatever hoax, the emergency climate threat we're facing, those are the two prongs to their push for Operation Communist Jubilee. Uh, if Biden and Sanders and Cortez and Pelosi and Waters and have their way with us, what will it look like? Sheriff first. What would that look like? Well, uh, I just saw an article uh, that uh, talked about that. Uh, and and I believe it is almost unimaginable. It's, it's almost uh, difficult to explain. But I would say it's just going to be simply this. Uh, liberty, as established by our Constitution, will be null and void. It'll be gone. Everything will be according to the dictates of government. How we conduct ourselves in our homes, where we go, how we go there. Uh, every business will be completely run by government. Uh, everything with Transportation will be run by government. How we dress, who we uh, who we uh, associate with, how school is conducted, how church is conducted, uh, all of it. It will be completely controlled by government. There will be guards stationed at every corner. There will be guards stationed everywhere. There will be routine checks in our homes. Uh, there will be routine medical checks on all of us. And 1984, read the book. We will be living 1984. Wow. Sounds like fun. James? <laughs> well, uh, I, I can't one-up the sheriff on uh, on that. He, he pretty much said it all. I would just say imagine the, the worst horror story you ever heard about communist Russia. Uh, Bolshevik Russia during the you know, 30s and 40s and 50s. Uh, it, it, it extrapolate that around the world. Uh, the, I, I certainly don't want to put uh, a vaccine into my body for a virus that uh, I'm not worried about. I, why would I want to put a foreign agent into my body? 
I have some concerns about that. I'm skeptical about that. I, who knows? I mean, perhaps there's something in there that would make people even more docile. It's hard to imagine that Americans could get much more docile than they already are, but perhaps it's possible. Um, but I'd rather not find out. So I'm skeptical about the vaccine to begin with. But then this whole thing where you have to have this card to go to concerts, and if they can do it, and Ticketmaster has already said any concert uh, that they uh, service for, you have to have this pass uh, to, to be able to gain entry. Well, they, if they, they can have it at concerts, it could happen at your local grocery store, it could happen at your library, it could happen at your, your driver's license center. You can't get it. I mean, they could absolutely block you off from engaging in any sort of commerce or transportation or anything uh, without having taking this. That conjures up, you know, images of Mark of the Beast or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I do know one thing. I know that this virus isn't a global killer. It's not particularly deadly. It's not particularly threatening. I don't know if this whole thing is a beta test for uh, massive population control worldwide, and they're going to see uh, on the flimsiest of pretenses how quickly people will conform and just do what they're told. And with regards to the masks and everything else we've seen this year, uh, it looks as though uh, people are exactly. And Doctor Fauci I mean, literally claimed to you, James, you've got this streak of independence, but it's time for you to shut up and do what you're told, buddy. That's right. That's exactly what they're saying. And it's, it's, it's to the sheriff's point: complete surrender of freedom on a scale that. Uh, our biggest enemies could have never imagined. We would have never. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any war America's ever fought in. And the uniqueness there, James, lost. is there won't be one shot fired. That that's it. And that, Sheriff, that's it. I mean, I don't think there's one war we've ever fought in where we're at risk of losing this much freedom this quickly. We could right. have lost any war we've ever engaged in, and we and it wouldn't have been this bad, or as bad as what is, is coming, what we see coming. And and if I could surmise the whole thing, Sam, if I could wax religious, you know how I hate to be religious, but uh, I'm I really serious about this. This is the bottom line. This is the implementation of Satan's plan. And I'm going to add to your point with my comments about what the future looks like. And this is really a big if, if we the people allow it to occur. Here's what I see happening. Agency, your ability to choose, will be subject to government, bureaucrat, and dictators. So you will lose your ability to choose for yourself. Your agency will be on the chopping block. You will be in your home. They will create a universal basic income so you don't starve. They'll have to because they're going to force you away from the ability to make a living on your own. So you'll be in your home. You'll be locked down without your agency. Uh, you will be permitted to uh, do certain things, but only if you have the proper pass and proper credentials. You'll be able to buy certain things only if you have the proper pass and proper credentials. And you will basically be told what you can do and what you can't do, what your work will be and what your work will not be, uh, what your life will be like. And eventually, because of the lockdown, you know what? People won't really be able to marry and date. And pretty soon, as the communist call out is, yes. you will work for your government. You will make babies for your government. Uh, and you will uh, basically live in, for the most part, isolated circumstances. Now, it won't, hap- it won't happen in a day. And it won't happen only because of the coronavirus. Remember... <clears throat> Let's say the corona is really bad, and it's as evil as they claim that it is, which I reject, but let's say that that's all true. 
What happens if the next virus comes or the next illness or virus comes? They can come fast and furious to where there's 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 of these things. The oceans could overspill. The more people disobey God, the more the elements get in disarray. We know God does that to help stir us up in remembrance of our God. But they ignore God and they blame it on the global warming reality. And so now you have winds and nature so strong and abusive that it destroys your your home and your well-being and your life or what you don't have the ability to fix it. Nobody can go out and fix it for you. And so I don't believe it'll just be the COVID. I believe this is a trial run, but I do believe that they'll hold on to this until something else breaks. So they might even let go of this for two or three years and then climate will get crazy. And then another disease will come. And then some other, what else haven't we thought of that they'll spring upon us tomorrow. And they are, they are going to deny you your ability to worship God take away your agency, lock you down, and with glee, just lord over you like dictating thugs. That's what they have planned globally in the Operation Communist Jubilee. The Great Reset will be upon us, and they'll be delivering it with smiles. James? Yeah, I was just going to say, well, it's already kind of happened in a way. I mean, you haven't heard so much about the so-called climate change threat, global warming threat this year because they've they've transitioned to COVID. And they've even said, as you mentioned, the whole thing with the vaccines. Well, I I read a story from Fauci. Even after you get the vaccine, you still got to wear a mask. I mean, what is that about? Uh, And so that's in addition to having the cards and the mark of the beast and everything else. But I'm beginning to wonder, gentlemen, I mean, at what point we've talked about nonviolence, resistance, just go about your daily life, keep your store open, you know, go do what you do. Obviously, not enough people are doing that. If enough people did, there's not enough Walmart greeters in the world that could stop it. But uh, the I wonder if it could ever get to a point where people would actually push back. If the government said and the media with one voice echoed this, you've got to sacrifice your next child, your firstborn to Moloch. And, and, and that, that passed muster, I don't think people would push back. Well, you know, we don't want to be a kook. The media's telling us this, and the experts say this is what we ought to do, and the government's saying, you know, if we don't do it, we're going to be an extreme. I bet come on, son, let me go sacrifice. I just don't know what they could actually do to, to rouse the fighting spirit of men for freedom anymore. I just, I, we've been giving it up for decades and decades, and, and no end in sight. Sounds pretty negative, Sheriff. Well, in all of, all of this, you you know, take all of that picture that all three of us have just painted, and and I know James already mentioned this a little bit, but paint all that picture, and then miraculously, in the middle of all of it, where they have already told us, even Fauci said there's no way a vaccine could be ready sooner than two years, sometimes even five to ten, miraculously. This wonderful, 95% effective <laughs> vaccination comes out in the middle of this so suddenly. It was a modern-day miracle, and look how that is being built. And I'm telling you, it all has me scared to death. And, and by the way, if, if James and you, Sam, will please call me as soon as you get the vaccination, because that's when I'm taking it. Okay. <laughs> I here's what I believe. I believe none of us will be able to avoid the vaccination because they'll tie it to your ability to to survive economically, folks. This is the point of the survive period. The, well, yeah, but they won't force you, hold you down. They don't need to go to that. 
I agree with that. Okay. What they will do is they'll use this, quote, Operation Communist Jubilee. Okay. And that's how they'll go down. And they will literally say you need a universal basic income because you can't take care of yourself, Sheriff. Okay. And they will literally lock you down and control you. And you won't do anything they don't want you to do, my friend. So I don't know how we're going to avoid the vaccine long term. Yeah, Tim, I think you're right, sadly. I mean, they, it's very easy. We've already seen this with dissidents being deplatformed from banks and credit card providers and social media. And anybody that speaks out against the powers that be is, is, is pretty much getting erased from polite society. Not a stretch at all for them to say, hey, if you're not on the list, if we don't see that you've taken, you're not on the registration list of people who have taken the vaccine, you're not going to be allowed to, to cash a paycheck. We're going to shut down your bank. You've got to do this for the safety of your fellow man. And uh, if you don't, we're going to starve you out. And then what do you do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, they, they don't give you a choice. So I, by the way, have two feelings. I am not scared to death. I do believe it'll be uh, tumultuous times, to say the least. I believe your agency will be on the chopping block. I believe everything that I said is coming. It might not come in the next year or two or three, so don't don't say that I'm putting a time frame on it. But eventually they have these tyrannical plans. And before the J- Savior Jesus Christ comes, they're going to try to achieve their tyranny. Now, in the end, I know they will not be successful. But in the meantime, it will not be a pleasant ride uh, as they continue uh, to lock us down and control all of us. But I want to make it very clear. I do have hope and faith in Jesus Christ, and I do know that if we the people obey God, that is the best way we can thwart their plans and stop their tyrannical agenda. No doubt we can do civil disobedience and many other things, but keeping the commandments of God, focusing on God, family, and country is the best way that we can truly reject their satanic plans. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a joke. This is serious. We don't mean to sow the seeds of fear. We do believe in Jesus Christ and have complete faith that we will prevail. The only question is how harsh is it going to get along the way? That's up to you and me, my fellow Americans. Will we be a moral people? My prayer is yes. This nation shall endure. God save the republic. (laughs) 